Welcome to the Hive Mind Show. My name is Lionel Johnson, and with me is Cole Wilson, the wizard. Yes, 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 yes I am. Thank you for noticing. You are, in fact, a wizard. I just graduated from Hogwarts. How was that? Fucking awful. It's not really as, like, uh, cinematic as they show it in the movies. Uh, It's actually kind of boring. Now, how did... How did you get into Hogwarts? Isn't that like the the fucking British version of the school? They apparently thought I was really magical because they don't know what Americans sound like. Ah. Like, oh, he sounds different. Gotcha. Gotcha. It it must have been on some like um like special needs program or something. Hmm. I see. Yeah. So I didn't really have to do that much work. They kind of took it easy on me. Well, that's nice. Uh, well, Cole, this week's episode is, is going to be full of magic. Oh, okay. It's full of magic. Okay, alright. This is this is our Halloween spooktacular episode. That's right, Halloween's in a couple days. Yes, it is. By the time this posts, Halloween will be two, two days from when this posts. It'll be two days out. So we're going to talk about fucking Halloween today okay what's i know we had a conversation a while ago and you told me christmas was your favorite holiday yes what is your opinion of halloween my opinion of halloween i feel like it it changes okay i'm never i'm never the same on halloween that i was the year before it's it's a very strange holiday to me i it definitely feels like it comes and goes some years some years, yeah. like, everyone is on the Halloween trip. Other years, people just, for some reason, don't want to deal with it. Because I, I, I don't know what it was like for you, but, like, for me as a kid, like, I, 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 I remember going trick-or-treating, like, a couple years, but I definitely didn't go trick-or-treating, like, every year when I was a kid. Oh, man. I think I went. We had to have gone every year when I was younger. Because from what I remember, when I was, like, really, really little, uh, this is when my parents and I, we, we still lived in the city. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't go trick-or-treating in the city. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Like, I know I never did that. But eventually, I had a family that lived out in the suburbs, and so, like, we would drive out to them. And I would go trick or treating with them in like their neighborhood. Interesting. I, I remember. I, go ahead. Go for it. I was gonna say I remember growing up in a relatively small town, so uh-huh. we would have there would almost be like two separate instances of Halloween. So there was like the commercial <laughs> Halloween where like you could dress up and literally go to downtown and like walk around to all the stores and everything, and people would like have tents set up and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And then there would come actual Halloween night, which for some reason was usually a school night, weirdly enough. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what I remember it being. And that was like the weaker version of it for some reason. Like the actual <laughs> Halloween night was not as good as like the commercial Halloween that we had. Interesting. I, I remember I remember one year specifically, uh, my dad used to work at this at this one place where I... I went to his job after school, and it was Halloween. My mom picked me up from school, and she drove me to where my dad worked. And I, st- I don't know how they pulled this off. 
essentially he he worked in a place they made like uh the vinyl like pool liners oh that go in people's pools yeah i, I get you they so they manufactured those so like the, they had like a front office but then like if you went into the back it was basically just like a big ass fucking like factory almost right <laughs> yeah so my dad somehow set it up for me to be allowed to go back there and I went to every, like, station where people were working, and they all had candy to give to me. Oh, that's cool as hell. Because nobody else there had, like, kids. <laughs> so you were the company kid, basically. I, yeah, so, like, I went trick-or-treating there by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and in my head, I was like, oh, this is awesome. All this candy is for me. <laughs> huh. And I was Spider-Man. Of course you were. I think Spider-Man is my most used costume over the years. Do you still have that same costume that you wear since then? You just squeeze yourself into it? No, I have the one that uh, I wore in college. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I wish I would have participated more in college. Because that was, that was fun as hell. Just seeing all the kids and like even the teachers dress up somehow. It was. I think... Oh. Yeah, our school did a. Our school was very big on Halloween. We had like a like a parade. Oh yeah. Well, I like, mean, you have a bunch of fucking crazy. weirdos in there. Of course, they're gonna be into Halloween. Yeah. I, I only dressed remember, up like once. Unfortunately, I, think I did it. I know I did it at least one. I did it. A, I know I did it a second time, but it wasn't a very serious costume. The only one. It was when Kevin and I. Kevin and I were bouncers. I, I vaguely remember something about that. We just wore uh, jeans and tight black t-shirts, and we walked around with a clipboard. <laughs> and we would stand in front of classrooms and be like, you're not on the list. <laughs> list. Can't come in. The only time I dressed up was when Josh and I decided to go as Mario and Luigi. But it, we were like, we can't just do regular mario on the ouija that's lame as hell mm -hmm. and so i forgot how this i forgot how this idea got tossed in there but it was like oh we're gonna dress up as like drug addicts but mario and the ouija or no Fantastic. i think it was like specifically like hookers or prostitute mario and the ouija fantastic and it was like a few weeks leading up to it we went to like all the spirit halloweens and everything that were essentially taking up any vacant store downtown and i bought mm -hmm. a i had a i had a pair of really cheap jeans that i hated that i cut off i cut the legs off all the way up so that way they were daisy dukes like to the point where like the pockets in them were actually hanging out oh, God. <laughs> i had a pair of large black boots that i put on I had some red pantyhose that I ripped up, and I, I had, like, a charcoal that I hadn't used in a while, and I rubbed it between my hands and on a cloth, and I just put it all over the costume to make it look like it was dirty. I made sure to rip up the knees, especially. <laughs> <laughs> there, was this, there was this cheap black, like, faux leather hat with gold chains on it that's, like, um, what do you think of, like, a gay biker bar? That's, the, that's exactly the kind of hat I, like, that it pictured. Yeah. And I printed out this shitty red M on one of our printers that I cut out and glued to the end of the hat. Or that we, we we got a couple of like fake mustaches that we put on. 
some <laughs> some fake gold chains. I, I wore a wife beater that I also like dirtied up. <laughs> it was great. I remember I remember seeing these in the hallway that day. <sighs> it was that good. It was intense. It was intense. I, I had a lot of fun, man. <laughs> Surprisingly, pantyhose keep your legs pretty warm. <laughs> we like we went around and took pictures with everybody. Oh fuck. There was even so, you know, Rich, I think we've talked about him on here before. We had to have. Oh we ha- yes, we definitely have. Uh, he was the master. He he was so good. Like he's he's kind of small and bald. So he would he would always lay into that somehow. One year he was like Papa Smurf. The the next year he was like grown up Charlie Brown and he had like tattoos all over his arms and everything. That that was the best. Oh man. I don't quite remember what he did that year, but I remember we we barged into his class while he was having class one time. Or like while we were kind of making the rounds. And it was me, Josh, and then like two other people. I can't remember who. And we kind of like crowded up right behind him, and we just stared at him. Do you? I don't. I don't remember what costume it was, but do you remember the year that he would appear behind people like a fucking ghost? Oh yeah! What the hell was that? That I don't. There was one year where like people would just be standing in the hallway talking, and like everybody's in their costumes or whatever, and somebody would go, "What the fuck was that?" And in the back, like. <laughs> Up down the hallway, Rich would ride by on a fucking tricycle, but it would he would go so fast you would see him for like a split second and he'd be gone. And people would be like, there. The f-? Yeah, can you hear me? You disappeared, my guy. Oh boy, oh, can no. you hear me? We have a fatality. I'm still here, Cole. Oh, okay. There you go. You pop back into existence. He he would ride by so uh-huh. fucking fast. What was he riding on? A tricycle. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and people would be like, "What the fuck was that?" And they would turn, they would turn around, and like nothing would be there. And they'd be like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> He's like, "I just saw Rich on a fucking tricycle," and they'd be like, "What?" <laughs> I remember he he did that same stunt whenever we were doing our like final presentations for the class. Oh my god! Like I I just finished mine. And I was walking around with resident crazy man Chris. And uh-huh. I saw Rich just kind of like speed by on like a small green bike. <laughs> <laughs> like, keep in mind, like where the school is, we we have tight hallways because we're in downtown Chicago. And we're on like yeah. the second and third floor of the building. Yeah. And he just comes zipping by. And I was like, what the fuck? And Chris didn't see it. And I was like, Dude, uh, he just came by on a bike. And he was like, no, 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 he didn't do it. And then, like, a few minutes later, Rich comes riding back the opposite way, and I was like, see? There he is! And he's, like, he's dressed in his usual attire, where he's got, like, the blazer on and everything. Mm-hmm. He's just riding some, like, small, bright green bike. I asked him about it, but he dodged the question. I was like, alright. That's fine. I don't need to know where you got that bike. <laughs> yeah, there was always something weird happening there. It, every day. Every day. I'm trying to remember who would, who else would dress up. I think Cindy dressed up a couple times. Oh, she dressed up every year. I I only remember the one year. And she's like, you guys seriously not know who I am? And everyone was I, like, we have no clue what you are. I, I remember that. And I was like, 
what the fuck are you supposed to be? She was carrying around like a doll. She had like bright white face paint on. Can't yeah. quite remember the rest of it. I don't even remember what her answer was. Because <laughs> like, nobody had seen this. I don't either. It was some fucking, some bullshit from some fucking movie that no one's ever seen. I think so, yeah. She seems so uh, disappointed that nobody knew, though. <laughs> yeah. Sorry we're not hipster enough, Cindy. Oh. Her her dressing up for Halloween though that was always weird because it seemed like she would you could just put your fucking normal clothes on like <laughs> she when when I say that she looks like a witch <laughs> she she one hundred percent if she told me one day that she was a witch like I wouldn't have batted an eye like I would have been like yeah I I, I know I I see what you mean she. With with all due respect, because I like Cindy a lot, she definitely does. She dresses like she looks like someone who goes out in the forest and practices. Uh, oh, what's the term for it? Witchcraft. Like, no, 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 no. There's a specific name like Wiccan or Wicca or something like that. Like um, forest magic. Yeah, yeah, I could see her doing something like that. Skyler, you're studying witchcraft. What am I trying to talk about? It's Wicca. Okay. Yeah, she she looked like. Like it, like she. It was all black all the time. Oh yeah. There was eventually it got to the point where she she dyed her hair like silver, and sometimes she'd be wearing like hats. And it's like, bro, just say you're a witch. <laughs> like you don't have to keep throwing hints at me all the time. I get you, it. Like you, I don't know what you're trying to hide here. You don't have to hide your real self. Like, come on. We get it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, before, so, before college, like, after the years of trick-or-treating as a child, Uh you, you would get to, um, what's it called? The years in, like, middle school and high school, where it's, like, when you're in middle school and it's, like, you start to kind of feel like, you're, like, okay, I'm too old to be trick-or-treating now. Yeah, people kind of start looking at you weird. Yeah, I remember, I think the last time I went trick-or-treating was in, like, eighth grade. Cause I like I wasn't gonna go, and then my friends were like, "No, we're still fucking going." And I was like, "Oh, oh man, I all right. God, I can't remember." It was before I moved, I think. So like before fifth grade is like when I stopped. It's yeah. it's hard to find excuses to dress up for Halloween. It is other than like, "Oh, I'm gonna have a Halloween party," right? And so like then when you get to high school, it kind of becomes that where it's like, no, now some somebody's having like a Halloween party, right? Everybody just like shows up and dresses up, and there's probably gonna be fucking alcohol, and then some kids wouldn't have it, and then you know, I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever did anything for Halloween in high school. I think I only ever threw one Halloween party, and that was when I was in college. I came back home and. A bunch of my friends from high school and I all got together to have one. That was fun. Of course, being a broke-ass college kid, I couldn't really, like, dress up my dad's garage the way I wanted to. So I bought, like, as much stuff as I could to, like, fix it up. and Which revolved around cheap plastic bats that I hung from the ceiling and, like, a couple cobwebs that I put everywhere. <laughs> I know uh, Skyl and I have actually talked about it. There are, like, huge places here that will throw parties. Uh, during October that are meant to be like Halloween themed that I've wanted to go to, but one Corona is a thing right now. <laughs> and two, I don't feel like spending that kind of money. I'm trying to think. I don't, 
don't, I don't think I did anything last year and the year before. Yeah, I don't think I've done anything for Halloween since I got out of school. I don't think I have either. Uh, Scott has been teasing me to dress up as Gomez Adams. I would... I fucking... I love the Adams family. Just period. I've never gotten into the Adams family. Like, I know what... I know who they are, and I know, like, with the whole deal and everything. I'm just... It's just never been my thing. I mean, basically, they're like the supernatural spooky family. You know? I know, as a kid, I always used to get them confused with the monsters. Oh, yeah. I mean... Essentially the exact same thing. Yeah, but it's like one of them is like actually like monsters. <laughs> fair, fair enough. The other is just like a creepy family. Yeah. Oh, man. No, I, I used to watch some of the cartoons. Uh, I there's just, like I the Addams re- Family. Go ahead. I just remembered I did have a third costume that I can recall in college. I was a Power Ranger. <laughs> Were you the Red Power Ranger? Yeah, I was in fact the Red oh, Power Ranger. Of course, of course. Oh my god, that actually reminds me. I was, uh, Scott and I were like cleaning out uh, some stuff around here, and she found a box in the closet. She's like, Cole, this box has Cole's office supplies on it and, <laughs> and Nerf guns. And I was like, oh yeah, bring, bring that out. Let's see what's office supplies and Nerf guns. Yep. So we cracked it open, and I, I like a bunch of, speaking of which, I have to go through these at some point. Uh, all these notebooks that she brought out. They're completely blank notebooks that I've just had. Uh, but anyway, I was kind of scrolling through there. And I found one small uh, notebook that I used to use. It was, it's not even a notebook. It's just a graph. Like, it's a small notebook with graph paper in it. So it's not even for notes. It's for graphing stuff. Okay. But I used to write notes in it anyway. Uh, and all the notes that I had in there were all the notes... Whenever we were doing the Los Julianos uh, Power Rangers oh role-playing game between God. us that we never completed and that we never started, I had was, I had all the notes. Of, I had all the notes of like who the Power Rangers were, like what kind of theme we were doing. We were doing like a Mayan, uh, like mythology theme with dragons and things like that. It, it was it was really cool talking about it, but of course. We never actually started it, so it was just on the shelf forever. What a time. We we had so it was it was you, Lionel, me, uh, our friend Josh, our other friend Chris, but not the ra- uh not the crazy Chris. One of the other five Chris's I know. Yeah. And then it was another mutual friend of ours, uh Lily from that we also had from school. Forgot she was in the she was part of it too, and like we were just all talking about it. We were talking about how like we'd have amulets that would like, instead of like the, uh, oh, fuck, what were they called on their wrists? I can't remember. The morphers. Yes, the morphers. Instead of that, we just have like the amulets with different sigils on it and stuff like that. And it... <laughs> there was there were so many layers to this bullshit. Instead of being in high school, like most of the Power Rangers were going to be in college, and it was going to be morbid. Like after every after every like mission we do, there'd be like a random count of how many civilians died during this. Oh man! For some reason, everyone had the last name had had the suffix "son" in their last name. Because you know why not? My character's name was like I think his name was going to be Hank Thompson. Uh, 
I can't remember what yours and Chris's are going to be. You you two were brothers somehow, and you yes, were the I Red remember. and Blue Rangers, respectively. Yes. So you guys had the last name. I forgot what Lily was doing. And then Josh, of course, had to come around and be the difficult guy. And he's like, I I finally figured out the name for my character. And we were like, this was after we all established the son rule. Where we all had the last name son. Or with the suffix of son. He's like, my guy's name is going to be Tommy Bahama. (laughs) Just completely throw the fucking world out out the goddamn window. And we were like, if you want to have the name Tommy, fine. But like, it's got to end with son somehow. So we're like, he was like, he was just like. But Bahama. But Bahama is so cool. We're like, <laughs> yeah, we know, Josh, but like, you know, like we had talked about this beforehand. What the hell? And through, oh my God, it, it was just another one of those long arguments to be like, just, just pick something with son on the end of it. We finally convinced him to change his name to Tommy Bahama, son. This is why, this is why this <laughs> never fucking happened. <laughs> This is why this never happened. <laughs> it, it it was. It was a lot of um, creative differences. <sighs> it, I remember he was like, uh, I forgot what happened. We at some point we all kind of forgot that someone had to be. Um, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. What was his fucking name? Who? Zoltan or uh, Zordon? Zor- Zordon is that it? The giant floating head that talks to the Power Rangers? Yes, yes, yes. I haven't watched Power Rangers in so long. It's still on Netflix, isn't it? Oh, fuck. Well, anyway, we kind of, like, completely forgot that somebody had to be that. And so Josh was like, no, I'm going to be him. And we're like, we can all just, like, take turns being him, can't we? And I remember that caused, like, another huge fiasco. It's too much fucking work. And it was just, yeah. We, we had pretty much everything set up to play it. We just never actually played it. But yeah, I found those notes and it shot me back and I was like, Jesus Christ. I remember like my initial sketch of the amulet. I think I showed you guys and it, it looked like a chode for some reason. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I didn't even think about it. Oh, that was going to be fun. So what are, your, uh, what are your plans for 2020 Halloween, Cole? This is a fantastic year to dress up and get spooky. Well, I am certainly not handing out any candy to anybody. Oh, fuck those kids. Fuck those kids, bro. Like, yeah, no. This is not the year to go to random people's houses (laughs) and take edible products that they are giving to you with their bare hands and then taking all of that home for your kids to eat. This is just not the year for it. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. I can imagine some parents are going to be like, it's okay, we'll just, you know, spray hand sanitizer on them. Well, I, I'm sure you've seen some people doing those giant fucking Rube Goldberg machines to get candy from across the yard. I haven't seen that. What? Yeah, okay, so some people are like, nah, like, we have to still trick or treat. So they're trying to, they've been coming up with these fucking ridiculous contraptions <laughs> that will, like, send candy from their front door to the end of their yard so that people don't have to, like, walk up to the door. Uh-huh. So, like, one that I've seen is, like, it's a... You've seen the picture of those the giant fucking skeleton that people are, like, going crazy over for some reason? Yeah, yeah. I, like, the 30-foot-tall 
$500 skeletons. And I'm like, it's a fucking skeleton. Yes, it's tall. Why? Whatever. Why somebody, somebody took that and hooked up, like, it's either that one or, like, a smaller one. They uh-huh. took a, a big-ass fucking skeleton and hooked up, like, a giant PVC pipe to its mouth. <laughs> so he looks like he's, like, smoking from a giant bong or something. Oh, that is great. I and love so that. You you put the candy in the back of his head and it just goes down the tube and out the other end. <laughs> but it's, it's like a 15-foot-long pipe. <laughs> well, if anything, I appreciate the creativity. <laughs> Why not just, like, have a bucket of candy and then just leave it, like, near the, uh, fucking, I don't know, sidewalk. Just sit on your porch and watch kids. Cause then, that way you can snipe them if they take too much candy. The- no, they're just because that's why they're gonna take all the fucking candy, and they're you that's, can't do anything about it in the amount of time it's gonna take for them to pick up the bucket and run. Like that's why I said just sit there with the loaded gun and kill them on the spot. That's only in Florida. You're right. The God, stand my ground laws. The station. I have not seen uh the South Park episode for the Corona yet. Oh my god. The Corona episode they did. Dude, it's so good. Oh, I I'm, I'm, I fucking imagine it's spectacular. I just kind of like, it just slipped my mind. It's so good. <laughs> they need to do, what kids now need to do, they need to do what uh, South Park did last year. With uh, like the Divi scooters or whatever the hell they are. Oh just yeah. Just rack up, just fucking use your mom and dad's credit cards. Just take all those scooters that keep showing up somehow. Yeah. And then just zip around town and get as much candy as you can. Do it. Do it in real life. Steal your parents' credit cards. Fucking. And then just never return the bike. And then just let it. Just let. Just let the miles rack up on it. Just let it build up. Halloween is Halloween. It's, it's fun. It's fun, but it's strange. It hits different every year. I feel. Yeah. It does. Sometimes it hits bigs, and sometimes it's like, oh, today's fucking Halloween. Oh, shit, it's Halloween. Yeah, like, I I keep, uh, I've noticed the trend slowly of, like, essentially just part of September and all of October becomes just Halloween. I hate that. I love that. Because people are already it. doing that shit with Christmas, where, like, half of November is Halloween, well, or I, half I, of November ha- is Christmas. I hate that, too. When, when did we get to this point where everybody's like, fuck a holiday, it's a holiday month. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not how this shit works. Uh, yeah, it does, Lionel. Why wouldn't you want to celebrate for an entire month? Because it's fucking stupid. Lionel, it's called seasonal depression, and I need to celebrate every day to get over it. It's too fucking bad. I don't know why celebrating fucking vampires is going to help you get over that shit. Because vampires are <laughs> fucking cool, dude. Per se. It's like I get, I understand. Yeah, okay. Now, and now we're gonna let's go back. I don't understand <laughs> how, pe- in like once like September hits, people start like decorating their house like for fall, and I'm like, okay, hold on, time out. First off, why are you decorating your house for fall? You didn't do that for summer or spring. <laughs> I mean, like, listen, what, that... is, what is it about fall that's like, let me put shit on my house? Because it's the time of the season, Lionel. To do, for what, though? I don't know. Just, just why not? 
but you don't do it at any other point in the year. So what is it about fall that's like people are like I gotta decorate? Like people do it to like the insides of their house too, where they put all you know the fucking what? like leaves and shit everywhere. You're right. What You're the right. fuck is it about fall? I like I said, it's that time of season. Like this is like the celebratory time of year. Is it because the, there's only Halloween? Well, listen, like that's how I've always done it. I personally fall is my favorite time of year. Like I love just watching like the leaves change colors and get a little nipply out. I don't know, man. It's it's fall. There's always like the same way people are like, ah, don't you just like, don't you can't you just feel that joy in the air for Christmas? It's it's like that, but with with fall and Halloween. I I guess I guess that's what I'm saying is like there there's nothing in fall specifically like winter time. Yes, you have Christmas. And other like holidays that people are celebrating, right? Right, right. But it seems like all of fall is building towards just Halloween. I think Halloween's worth it, personally. I'm not saying Halloween's not worth it. I'm saying like I feel like there's a difference though between Halloween decorations and fall decorations. I suppose you do technically have Thanksgiving in as fall, kind of like that is like the last point of fall. I feel. Yeah, and even that that has its own set of decorations, right? Right. Yeah. To do. For some reason, I, I guess even... what what I'm talking about is like all these fucking like my mom bought like a fucking sign that says like I don't even know what it says, but I know it says like fall on it. And I'm like, why? Why do we have? <laughs> Why do you have a sign on the door that says, like, Happy Fall or something? No one cares. It, it's, th- like, I you care. don't do that for the other three seasons of the year. Why well, fall? <laughs> yeah, you do. Like, we just talked about how, like, Christmas is essentially the same. We're like, uh, just look at downtown, uh, for instance. Like, you just fill it with fucking lights and shit. But that's Christmas. What I'm saying is, like, you don't put up, like a sign on your door that says like it's summertime it's summertime <laughs> i don't know i there now i don't want you to say that there isn't a thing about summer because there absolutely is what is there about summer dude it's it's the freedom time man and i'm not talking about i'm not talking about uh fourth of july i that's I, totally where i thought you were going it, it kind of is like that but it's essentially like celebrating that it's a good time of year that it's warm out like that's the time to go to the beach, unless you have a fucking pandemic happening right now, because then you don't go outside at all. And really I awful. think what we're coming to the conclusion of is that I just, I'm just not a fan of decorations. I, I don't think you are, man. <laughs> Fuck your decorations. I don't care what time of year it is. <laughs> just stop. Well, like, I think what I've begun to understand is that, like, Skyla and I are really big on Halloween to the point where we have Halloween decorations just kind of out all year round. See, that's that's different. That that's those are those that's those are those people who are like, I saw a fucking meme today of two like actual vampires <laughs> in a store being like, when you have to wait for the Halloween decorations to go on sale so you can decorate your house normally, and it's like, okay, fucking relax. Dude, there like, are people seriously. who there are people who keep their Christmas trees up all year round. Okay, those people are just fucking weird. <laughs> if you keep a Christmas tree up year round, you, something is wrong with you. <laughs> like I don't, and I don't care if you're decorating it for like different 
seasons and holidays and stuff. No, that's fucking weird. It's it's funny you say that because I bring that up because a family member of mine actually does that. They just keep their tree up all year round and decorate. Well, Cole, it for I hate seasons. to tell you, but they might be fucking weird. <laughs> and they're they're a little odd, but they're good people still. Just put I don't it know, away. Man. Just put it away. Why? So I can fucking go through the itchy effort of putting it up next year? No fucking yes. thank you. Okay, no. well here's the here's go the other fuck thing. Yourself. Here's the other thing. I will always be the real tree guy for Christmas. Fuck a fake tree. See, now, I, I can't do that because Skyla is actually allergic to pine. So we have to do fake trees. You might you might as well just not celebrate Christmas. I'm uh, <laughs> still going to celebrate Christmas. Nope. Can't yeah. do it. Nope. Yeah. Can't yep. do it. I'm still doing it. I don't care that you can't do it. I'm still doing it. I will always be the real tree guy. In we fact, want... I, I advocate for tiny trees. I don't like those stupid big uh, trees that dude. take over your house. I prefer to have like a nice table tree, like nah, a Charlie dude, Brown not, Christmas table tree. If if I can't if when I put the star on it, if the star is not barely scraping the ceiling, it's not See, big enough. Now you just railed on people for loving Halloween a lot. This sounds like you've got some kind of Christmas fetish happening. I now I don't. I'm not railing on people for loving Halloween. I'm railing on people for. <laughs> Acting like Halloween is a year-long event. <laughs> I mean, it is though. Halloween is not, you know, a day I, on I the will, calendar. It's a feeling it you is. have in your heart, Lionel. Oh my fucking god! Because I will fully concede, Christmas is a day of the year. Once Christmas is over, all that shit goes away. You know that is not true at all. They have no, I'm Christmas, saying, they, they I'm, start no, I'm Christmas saying, decorations the same day they start Halloween decorations. I'm saying that's that's how I feel. I we I my family has had the same tradition forever. We do everything fucking normally. We have Thanksgiving. The day after Thanksgiving, we go out and get a Christmas tree, and th- then we start decorating for Christmas. I know you can't see it, but I'm just I'm just shaking my head, man. Disappointed. What is? Uh, that's not disappointment. That's how it should be. That is literally they even. Like, what is the point of calling it that time of year? They, It's a whole, like, month and a half long thing for Christmas. And then right after that is New Year's to start because, the next year. Because here's the thing. It, it defaults to Christmas, but it's tech, It's supposed to be, like, every, like, winter holiday, which includes, like, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and a bunch right. of other stuff, which happens, like, earlier in December uh-huh. that nobody wants to fucking talk about. <laughs> What other holidays are there? The, like, winter holidays? I'm just talking about holidays across the board. Just in general? Because <laughs> What I, are I, holidays? I, I know of none during the summer, and I, I think we've discovered this before off the podcast. We were like, it seems like everyone just took all the holidays and, like, crammed them into, like, late fall and winter, and that's it. <laughs> and winter doesn't just end on December 1st. It goes till, like, March. Oh, yeah. So, as far as winter goes, we got Hanukkah, we got Three Kings Day, what we have the, the, win- the Winter Solstice, St. Right. Lucia Day, St. Nicholas Day, Christmas, Kwanzaa, New Year, Mardi Gras. <laughs> Mardi Gras, oh yeah, completely. Yeah, I, Mar- you know, I remember that, sure. Mardi Gras in February. Ah, maybe that's where I should go for my birthday. Yeah. Do they celebrate that anywhere other than the New Orleans? New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I think that's a looks no. Like, no, I'm reading it right now. Um, England. Really? Yeah. They celebrate Mardi Gras? In England, some towns have pancake contests in which women run a race while flipping a pancake at least three times. <laughs> I thought you were going to say topless, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Nope. Speaking of pancake topless, uh, Cardi B it looks like... got Jesus fucking Christ. No, it looks like <laughs> New Orleans, uh, Brazil, and England are the places that are mentioned in this. Interesting. Brazil, too. Now, okay, so when you say when it says Mardi Gras, the immediate thing under it is the time of Lent is a solemn one of reflection for Christians. Lent? So the, the Tuesday before Lent begins a time of merrymaking for many people around the world. I did not know that that is what Mardi Gras was. That's what that's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the Tuesday before Lent. What the hell? For you to just go fucking crazy. If you do that anywhere other than New Orleans here in the United States, people are going to look at you funny. Like, what the fuck is he doing? Mardi Gras usually occurs in February or March, 47 days prior to Easter. (laughs) 47 days. There is Easter. That's a little later, though. No, that's a spring holiday. Yeah. That's still fucking cold. No, it's not takes place in uh april right yeah i mean it's still it still snows sometimes in april in april if it's snowing in april there's a fucking problem lionel this last year it did what are you talking about and what and what it, and yes and there's a fucking problem Christ. i think no. uh i got into a conversation somewhere where it's like the months are like one month off you know like the the saying like april showers bring may flowers uh-huh in April, it was still fucking cold and shit, but in May, it was just torrential downpour every day. And then there were no flowers. It was just blazing heat the next month. I mean, maybe that's how it was in Ohio. It was not like that here. I don't know what fucking life is like that. I don't know what fucking life is uh, like over there anymore. I'll just have my mom complain occasionally. I've seen like four people complain that apparently it's supposed to snow tomorrow, so... Damn. Damn. I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> it's just cold here. I think it's been it's been like cold and rainy. It's the worst. Unlike now, mildly warm and rainy in spring. Now, back to Halloween. Yeah, yes. This this fucking holiday is it's getting out of hand. I'll say that. I, I completely disagree, man. I think uh, it's I think it's bringing up what it needs to be. No, I think it's I think it's getting out of hand. It's got to spread its wings and fly. I also say this because like I used to work for a Halloween company, so I honestly am just fucking done with Halloween. That's probably part of it. I think you're just biased, man. When you when you spent now you said that you kind of do this, but when you spend year round looking at fucking skeletons and pumpkins, that shit fucking wears off real quick <laughs> i'm so fucking sick of pumpkins and skeletons and Listen, ghosts and shit anything anything that you connect with work you're gonna get fucking sick of eventually it's not it's not even because it was work it was literally because i saw it every day i was like because i was so used to only seeing it in october and then i was seeing it in fucking may and i was like this is weird <laughs> 
I, I do agree, like, it has a certain, it has a time and place, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I just think that time needs to be extended by 29 days. Now, I'm all for putting, like, pumpkins and shit out, like your jack-o'-lanterns, uh-huh. you know, before the day of Halloween. So, like, one like, day before Halloween. Well, jack-o'-lanterns specifically, I feel like you gotta wait till, like, a week before Okay. At the earliest, because otherwise they're just going to go bad. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Dude, I, <laughs> I, I haven't, like, carved an actual pumpkin in such a long time. They go bad a lot faster than you would think. <laughs> they do, but see, you want them to be a little rotten by the time Halloween. That way they look spooky. Do you? Why not? Because then you got flies all around the fucking candy and shit. This fucking flies around everywhere. Do you live in Illinois? Yeah, I do. This fucking flies and shit everywhere. Yeah, but like, put, like, I guess, like, you know, putting like the fucking, what do they call it? Like, those just like stickers that people put on their like windows and shit. Yeah. Of like bats and ghosts and all that stuff. It's like, I guess that's okay to just have up during October. But when you're putting that stuff up in like September, I'm like, just just stop I, I i've already told you like all of october to me is spooky season so like october 1st if you just want to like throw up all that shit in your yard go right ahead i enjoy the hell out of it i so i guess so i guess that's that's, that's my other thing is when did when did we all just concede that this was the time of year to fucking scare people <sighs> well so halloween revolves around like the tradition of hollow's eve right like, the, the idea that this is the time that the dead get to walk on Earth. Right. I, but isn't that supposed to be, like, a good thing? Well, I mean, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> the, the idea that there's still the undead, and then we have, like, we have, like, horror mythologies and everything that we brought forward. Uh-huh. And, of course, we have, like, everything else here in America, we have, uh, you know, it's been commercialized somehow turned into fashion if we want to talk about those people who wear like black all year round i don't know man it just became what it was like slasher movies and things like that uh-huh yeah i mean like i know typically you would see them take place in like i'm thinking of like a friday the 13th it's kind of assumed that that takes place like near the end of summer but yeah. i mean come on those that's a halloween right i don't know just I like the, I, th- I, th- I think the only one that takes place during halloween is halloween is Halloween, yeah. <laughs> trying to think. Have you ever seen the movie Pumpkinhead? No. I know what it is. I've never seen it, though. Firstly, that monster does not have a pumpkin head. I'm no, I don't even know why they call it Pumpkinhead. But... See, I'm not, I'm not a big, like, horror guy. I'm not either, but there's... I don't know. Something about, like, the spookiness of certain things that I like. Uh, like, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. So, right? s- somebody told me recently uh-huh. they were like they were like you know what i miss and i was like what and they said i miss the general feeling of just being genuinely scared and i was like that's fucking weird i don't <laughs> what are you talking about and they were just like i don't know i haven't been scared in a while <laughs> so <laughs> that's weird because that's one of the reasons why so many people get hooked on horror movies is because I 
do not quote me on this. I just remember hearing that like there was something wrong with the way they processed fear that they, uh-huh. they need that sort of stimulus. Yeah. See, that's weird. It's, it's similar to like adrenaline junkies or like uh-huh. they, they just can't feel like fear normally. So they have to go out and go to the extreme. In some cases it's like exposing yourself to scary imagery a lot. So when I was a kid, uh-huh. uh my my grandma's husband fucking loves horror movies, right? Okay. So whenever I would go to like spend like a weekend with them, because it'd be it would be them and um uh, my uncle, because he was only like, two years older than me. Right. So I'd be mostly just going there to hang out with him but like so on like a friday or saturday night if i was spending the night at their house his dad would put on a fucking horror movie and they would all sit in the living room and like watch it as a family and i i would be in the other room like hiding in the corner but like literally in the fetal position just being because like i was terrified and i'm like can we can we please not watch this so, so I'm beginning to understand that you're just a little crybaby and you don't like being scared because you can't handle it. Who likes being scared? I, why, why would I, you want to be scared? So, like, genuine fear and genuine disgust is awful, but there is something like, I don't know, there, there's almost like a, a, a show kind of, uh, I don't know. It's almost like a theatrical version, like a less, it's a toned down version of those feelings that just gets your heart racing and that's meant to be it. Because, like, he would always, he would always rent movies, like, uh, we'd be watching, like, The Creep Show or Tales from the Crypt, like, oh, shit God. like that. I love Tales like, from the Crypt. I'm like, this is, this is just a lot right now. <laughs> like, I remember specifically, I think it's called... I think it's called the Blob. Okay, which was, which one? There's well, been so many. That's what I was gonna movies. say. I was like, there, there was. It was like these kids go out to this fucking lake, uh huh, and there ends up being this like fucking blob thing that is like living in the lake that would like somebody eventually like fell into it and it started to like eat them, but like the way it eat, ate them was like it. They started like melting. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, as they touched it, then it had, like, somebody was, like, standing on the, like, deck that was, like, leading out to the lake. Uh-huh. Like, it was just, like, a wooden dock. And it, like, broke through one of the boards to, like, pull them into the water. And, and so, like, it's just pulling them down through the deck. Jeez. Like, through the wooden slats. And, like, one of the last shots you see is the dude was wearing, like, a ring. And it's his hand getting, like, pulled through, like, the small space between the wooden slats. Oh, and the, God. the ring is getting, like, slowly peeled off his finger as the rest of his hand is pulled down. So, like, it's Deke <laughs> loving his finger? Oh, yeah, fuck. and I was like, this is... That's oh awful. Oh, my God. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know. But, like, now that you've brought it up, now that you've brought it to my attention... I do think I actually enjoy, like, scary things somehow, and I'm not entirely sure why. Well, hold on. There's a difference. There's a difference between a horror movie and a thriller. Yeah. Horror movies I'm not so much into. I do enjoy 
thriller movies, though. Sometimes, usually. So, um, would you classify slashers as horror or thriller? I would, I would say those are horror movies. Interesting. I would almost I, say I, I would say instead. I would say that Friday the 13th is a horror movie. Okay. If we're, with, if we're uh, talking about, like, the original before, like, Jason actually got his hockey mask. I would say, like, Friday the 13th, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, those are horror movies. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It's disturbing. It is very disturbing. It's bad. It's it's disturbing as hell. Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not into like body horror too much. No, I, I, I don't know. It's like um, I'm having a hard time finding my words. It it depends because like whenever I think of like a great like thriller movie that's that's kind of horror that has horror aspects in it, I think of Evil Dead. Which I don't give a shit what anyone else says. Evil Dead Two is the best horror movie. Is the best like okay, okay. okay. It's the so best now, slasher thriller. So it's, on, it's great. Hold on. It is the epitome. No, because now we got. Because here, because here's here's where I'll 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 draw the line. Okay? okay. All right. I have seen all of the Evil Dead movies. Okay. Evil Dead One is a horror movie. Right. Evil Dead 2 is a comedy. Evil Dead... Okay, like, yes, you are absolutely right. It is a comedy. But, dude... Evil Dead 2 is a comedy. Army of Darkness, just fucking stupid. Army of Darkness is fantastic, and you can shut your fucking hole right now. It has nothing to do with the other two movies. It doesn't need to. It's fantastic. It's... Okay, regardless. He, He gets sucked into the portal... And then is transported to the fucking medieval that, dimension. That series, that series of movies loses track of what it is so fucking fast. So the, the, <laughs> the first Evil Dead is like completely disjointed from the second one. Right, because the first one is like a legitimate horror movie. Right. And then you have the second one, which is like... It's, it's just Ash like by himself in the fucking cabin, like, losing his mind. Well, he, he, like, brings his girlfriend there, who then, and then, like, another couple comes out, and they get fucked. And then it's him losing his fucking marbles, like you said. Because, I forgot what happened to his hand, but his hand, like, starts to become evil. He has that whole thing where, like, he's fighting his hand, and he has to cut it off with a chainsaw. Yep. I don't know, for me, that movie was, like, the start of, like, modern day halloween stuff both really? in both in cinema and like yeah because anytime i think about it i'm like this is like this is what it's meant to be this is like the groundwork for that stuff of course then you have like like the actual halloween movies and uh friday the 13th and stuff like that now conversely and the, the series evil, is great if you want to look up the series it's fantastic the evil dead remake in 2013 was one of the scariest things i've ever seen in my life I actually didn't like it very much. That was the that's the only movie I've ever I saw that in theaters. That's the only movie I've ever been to where people left the theater. Really? Yeah. There's the scene of uh I can't remember her name, but the girl, she like when she licks the box cutter, she like cuts her own tongue in half. That was yeah. That was fucked the, up. There's this group of women in my theater. They just got up and left. What the fuck? <laughs> I I found it like 
there were some things about it that were really cool and really good. Um, there's that one instance where that crazy bitch stabs that uh, hippie guy in the face with the needle like a bunch of times, oh, and it doesn't kill yeah. him. And he's sitting yep. there, and he has to like pull the needle out of his face. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. shit. That was yeah. awful. I mean, it was great, but it was awful. I don't know. Like, I, I, I just ugh. loved Evil Dead 2 so much. I, I couldn't. It's like with the new Jumanji movies. I just can't watch them because it's just going to diminish Have you my ever view seen of the them? original. I haven't. Because they're fucking great. I'm sure they're fine. I just don't want to see they're them because fucking... I love the original so much. Well, they. Do, I mean, they are connected to the originals. They talk about them. Really? Yeah. They're not. Okay. It's not just like a completely new fucking thing. Oh, that's that's how I vote. They no. just sort of like forgot the original ever happened, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm they wanna. they they do make references to the original one. Okay, maybe I'll see it then, because that was that was my fear. Is I just didn't want them to like completely rewrite what the original was. No, they didn't. They didn't do that. Okay, maybe I will give it a chance then. <laughs> you know what movies I have seen? <laughs> what? I've seen every single Saw movie. The okay, that first one I remember coming home and my mom was watching it. <laughs> that was that was so different and i feel like at the, at the time it, like that's terrifying at the time yeah when saw like first started coming out you were like yo this is crazy like the the first saw movie is so tame compared to what it's become oh my god like the most you got i think the most horrific thing you got was like that shotgun trap that blew that detective's head completely off yep and then of course like the idea that this guy has to cut his leg off to get out all of all of the tra- I that, that's probably like my favorite part of those movies is just seeing what traps they will come up with. Oh yeah, because these traps are insanely complex. And, like, they, they, yeah, they they've go gotten so complex. they go so far. One of the worst ones because it was not complex at all. It was just the fucking pit of needles. Oh yeah, that was awful. Oh, they're like hey. There's a key at the bottom of this pit that's full of like half-used syringes. What? <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrible. And they just uh, straight up push that girl in there. My, I, I can't remember if it was the second or the third movie or something. I remember the idea is like if you all would have escaped together, then the last trap where they had to like saw their arms and like in half lengthwise. Yep. Like they had that like that uh, rotary saw and they just had to like uh, down their down the middle of their hand into their forearm uh-huh. and, like if if they all survived they all would have like maybe gone partially to their hand and that would have been it and they would have gotten out of there because they killed so many others along the way right they, it was they had to, they had to like worse. wasn't it like they had to like fill a bucket with so much blood yeah 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 <laughs> And it's like, if, if all of you would have survived, you only would have had to do it, like, ever so far into your hands. <sighs> but because there were only two people left, they basically had to go the entire length of their arm. It's like, oh, fuck. I, I can't imagine. That was one of the weirdest parts about those movies, too, is that they were technically, like, it was him fucking with these people who had, like, done these, like, really horrible things right. to, like, teach them a lesson. <laughs> some sick weird lesson yeah god that is terrifying Skyla <laughs> she's making a rubber mask right now oh do you do you remember the um that's really good yeah. mm-hmm. 
I think I think the I think the trap is just called the. Oh god. What was that line? I'm sorry. I said I think that there there was one trap that I think was just called like uh like the angel or something like that. I don't remember. I don't remember. Essentially, like you would you would be held up almost in like a like a pose like you were being crucified. Uh huh. And it was it was hooked into your chest. Ah, oh, Jesus! And if you didn't get out of it in time, like what it would it would rip out your rib cage, and like you would be posed there looking like, and it looked like angel wings. Oh God! <laughs> the 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 one that gets me the most is still like the super basic one where that girl has that contraption over her face. The reverse bear trap. Yes. Classic. Which. I, I can't tell you how many how many of these videos I've seen on TikTok recently, where people uh-huh. are like, I, "I'm I'm showing you how I would survive every saw trap," and that was how like I would first, survive. And it was one of the first ones I saw. And this chick is like watching this happen, and she's also talking about. It. She's like, "If this bitch would have calmed down and not moved, she would have eventually figured out there is a wire connecting her to like the timer. <laughs> so if you didn't move, it wouldn't start the timer." And it's like, okay, yeah, you're right. And she's like, and eventually she would have figured out that, like, it's just a regular mechanical lock that's holding it there. I'm like, okay. I forgot what the rest of the video was, but it's like, most of these people ended up dying because they panicked so bad. I mean, that's that's definitely part of it. If you wake up in a fucking strange room oh, with yeah. some sh- I'm, I'm not strapped to your head. Terrifying. Of course she's going <laughs> to freak out. But it always came back to, like, like you just panicked too hard and you didn't think about what you were doing did you know they made a saw video game i i was actually gonna bring that up i remember they, seeing things about they made it two of them was it any good did you play it do you know anyone who played it i i played the demo for the first one was it good <laughs> um i don't remember it being like very you know like groundbreaking or anything but it was like it was essentially like you were playing through one of the movies. Like you would occasionally get stuck in the in these like trap rooms, mm-hmm. where you or you would be put into something and you had to like figure out how to get out of it, or you would get completely fucked. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, of course, it makes sense. But they had like all the traps from the movies, like plus some ones that they like made up. There, they had like there was a mechanic that like. I think it had to do with, like, f- both fear and pain. Interesting. Where, like, if you were, like, stuck in a trap, like, if you didn't, like, do it right, like, your fear meter would go up too high. You Basically, like, your person would, like, fucking pass out from, like, panicking. Oh, God. Or, like, there was a pain one where it's, like, okay, you have to, like, mitigate how much you're doing this. Otherwise, it hurts too much and you pass out. Because I remember one of the things being, like, you had to get a key. You had to, like, get a key that was in a, it was in a toilet. But the toilet was full of fucking needles, because, you know, why not? Ah. <laughs> so you had to, like, p- put your hand in there and, like, reach around until you found the key. Oh, God, that's awful. Yeah, Saw is a, uh, there was, there's supposed to be a new one this year. I, I remember, uh, I think, like, the Saw movies and the Fast and Furious movies are somehow connected. I keep hearing things about that anyway. Jesus. Every time there's a new Fast and Furious movie, there's also a new Saw movie. <laughs> <laughs> So what's what's funny is so the one that was supposed to come out this year, it was, I don't, I don't think it's like a, 
I don't think it's a reboot, but it's um, they're trying something new. First off, it's with Chris Rock. What? And I rem- I remember when I first heard that, I was like, that's really weird because he's <laughs> usually does comedies. He's got a but, creepy vibe to him. I could see it. What I did not know, Chris Rock, massive Saw fan. Really? Yeah. And so he's been like wanting to do this like forever. So it's a the movie's called uh, Spiral. Oh, so and... it's not like Saw Twelve or whatever the fuck it is. No, now. no, no. It's called it's called Spiral, and he plays he's playing a cop. And this is like just stuff that I got from the trailer. It looks like somebody is like starting up the like Saw type murders again, and he's trying to like figure out what this is because they're like this hasn't happened in you know however many years like this is really fucking weird oh so like copycat killer kind of yeah okay so uh he he ends up getting like pulled into it because he's trying to figure out who's doing this of course i'd like to see a movie where it is, a saw movie where it is more of a whodunit kind of thing almost like yeah. uh seven yeah with uh morgan freeman and um help me out here i'm blanking on his name ah <sighs> <laughs> name the fuck. stuff he's been in uh fuck um fight club brad pitt fight. <laughs> okay unless i'm blanking on that too that is right isn't it y- yes brad pitt was in fight club okay thank you yeah that's where the iconic line what's in the box came from <laughs> find out it's his wife's head is that she... where it comes from yeah so, in like the point of the movie to spell it out to all the people who haven't seen it, uh, there is this killer who, uh, kind of actually kind of similar to Saw in a way, where his goal is to play out the seven deadly sins, but in killings. So there's someone who uh, was like gluttonous, and the trap that he devised was I forgot what the fuck it was really about, but it ended up like ripping him apart somehow because he was so fat. Or there was someone else who was, like, uh, sinful of vanity, and she had her eyes gouged out or something like that. Uh, the final character of the cop uh, that Brad Pitt plays, his uh, his sin was wrath. And that is why um, the killer ended up killing his wife and putting her head in a box. Oh. So that way Brad Pitt would actually end up killing the killer, um... Which would complete the seventh sin, which is wrath. And of course he ended up doing it, because I don't know about you, Lionel, but if someone were to put your wife's head in a box, you would probably lose it. Yeah. But in a in a weird way, you find out that like the killer ended up quote unquote winning because he proved that everyone is like sinful or something somehow. I don't I don't remember what his message was meant to be necessarily. I, like it's a good movie, it's kind of forgettable. But that line where, like, he gives him a box. He doesn't give him a box. Like, uh, he points them into the direction of a box. Yeah. And um, Morgan Freeman, who is, like, uh, Brad Pitt's partner, uh, ends up opening the box and is like, oh, my God. And then Brad Pitt starts freaking out. He's like, what's in a fucking box? (laughs) Like, just screaming and everything. Because, like, it's pretty evident that it's his wife's head. And of course, he ends up looking in there and freaks out. I'm trying to think now. What's the most like shocking thing I've ever seen in a horror movie before? That's a good question. 
I'm not sure there's much else that faces me right now. I, I will, I do want to uh, advocate for the scariest scene, in my opinion, in Evil Dead 2. Okay. The, it, the scene actually gave me chills uh-huh. when I watched it. In Evil Dead 2, like, Ash is, like, clearly freaking out and losing his shit. And right. it's it's the scene where, like, all the furniture begins, like, speaking to him and laughing. Yeah. And, like, uh, it, it's, it's fucking awful and terrifying. At least to me when I watch it. Because, like, he is losing his fucking marbles. Like, he's got that... He's got, like, the iconic goofy look in his face where his eyes are about to fall out of his head. Uh-huh. And, like... It, it zooms in on, like, different furniture that's, like, laughing and giggling, and it's loud, and, like, it's a cacophony of this hideous laughter. It zooms in on, like, the uh, the the deer head that was there, and it's all, like, weird and deformed, and its eyes are glazed over, and it just goes, ah! <laughs> and just, like, starts laughing and moving weird. Like, there's the, uh, literally, all of the furniture, the clocks, the seats, everything is just, this like, is... jumping up and laughing. That that's to me though. That's why I can't take that movie seriously. That, it's a it's a good movie. I'm just like it's too, it's too funny compared to the first movie. It it is kind of written like again like it is, like slapstick comedy in a weird way, but I don't know like the delivery of it for me shows that this is a fucking crazy nightmare. This is a fun house of horrors kind of vibe. You know what I mean. Like, because yeah. in that laughing fit, there's, like, this lamp, and the lamp is, like, kind of moving up and down, and Ash is kind of going up and down with it, and he goes, ah, and he goes, dips down, and comes back up, ah, dips down, comes back up, ah, and then the lamp just, like, smacks the floor, and there's a moment of quiet, and then it just, like, erupts in laughter again, and firstly, the cinematography in that movie is on par. It is... It, I don't know, it just sells the creep factor for me personally. Mm-hmm. Because then it shows, it kind of like pans almost like in a 360 around Ash as he's just laughing. But then, like, his laugh turns to just utter horror because he, <laughs> he's exasperated from laughing, but then he just starts screaming because <laughs> of how fucked up this situation is. That was, uh, that was, that was prime Sam Raimi back then. That, oh my god, if you've never seen it, please watch it. It's so good. And then watch Army of Darkness right after. Entirely different movie. That that plays out as more of like an action. But it's still really good. It amazes me that the guy that made those movies went on to make the Spider-Man. I have to watch those movies again. Because now that I'm talking about it, I'm like reliving all the scenes in it. And it's just terrifying. <laughs> it's like it's like 50 minutes of, <laughs> of him alone in this fucking uh in this cabin more people end up showing up like the the girl whose parents actually owned the cabin and was researching the necronomicon and everything ends mm-hmm. up showing up and they end up having to like take ash out because at this point he has completely lost his fucking mind and almost try and tries to kill them yeah oh, I, fuck. I, I haven't seen i haven't seen those movies in a couple of years there's like the the mom that's in the root cellar she sticks her head out and she's like a disgusting mess yeah. Who's in my root cellar? <laughs> She's got like worms crawling out of her head and shit. That still gives me the willies, man. Oh. <laughs> it's such a good movie. 
Oh man. See now I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like what is like what's the kind of like the scariest thing that I've ever seen in a movie. I think it might for me. I think it is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah, that is fucked up. Cause that yeah, that movie is fucked all the way up. And it, it it's one of those movies where like when you think about it and like you watch it and you see what's in it and stuff, it's like, how did this movie get made? Oh yeah. There there had to have been some sort of like they were definitely breaking rules whenever they made that. Cause, like, cause I had, like, I knew what, cause they've made a bunch of them now. Like I knew what Texas Chainsaw Massacre was, but it was, this was like maybe two years ago, two or three years ago that I watched the original one. And I remember sitting down to watch it and being like, I can't be that bad. It can't be that bad compared to, I, cause I think I, at that point I had only seen like whatever the newest one was. Right. I was like, oh, it can't be that bad. And so, like, I watched it. And I was like, yo, this is messed up. The thing that got me immediately was, like, the... Because it always starts with a fucking van full of teens. Ha! <laughs> uh, yeah. One of them just in a wheelchair. And I was like, that dude's gonna get fucked. He, he's gonna get fucked harder than the rest of them should. Yeah. And he 100% does. I'm pretty sure there's one point where he just gets straight up like pushed down a hill. Yeah. <laughs> they and just like, abuse him throughout the whole what movie. What the hell? I mean, in a situation like that, if you're stuck in a wheelchair, clearly you're like you're basically free game to whoever the killer is. Then it's like they fucking like kill all they kill all of them. And I think it's uh like the there's always like the one person that survives at the end. The, I think the one girl that survives, she was definitely taken by them at some point, but she was like strapped to a chair at their like dining table because they were gonna like make her eat dinner with them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they they brought out fucking grandpa. They like wheeled him out. It's just a fucking corpse in a chair. If, he's, if any, yeah, he's Go been ahead. dead for like a good year at least. <laughs> if like um. Did you ever play, like, the Resident Evil 7, like, reboot that they did? Not reboot, but you know what I mean. I, I played that game for 25 minutes. There There is a scene where Ethan, the guy you play as, sits down uh-huh. to dinner with all these people, and they're all fucking crazy and shit, and then they wheel out Grandma, who's in the wheelchair. I think I, the- I, saw, I saw that in, like, one of their trailers or something. Yeah. Or, like, a demo that they did. Totally decrepit. Oh, God. That was a good video game, though. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I like I play like I said I played that game for 25 minutes and I had the option to and I definitely was never going to try it but I I have PlayStation VR. You can play that entire game in VR and I'm like no I am never fucking Never in a million years would I do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cuz they're like oh it's in first person anyway just throw it in VR and then it's like you're really there. No, I'd rather not fucking have a heart attack. <laughs> you so you asked me like what was the scariest scene I've seen in a horror movie? Uh-huh. I have the answer. Okay. It's it's kind of strange, but like this scene scared me like no other scene has. It's in Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. And I'm talking about the scene where um the boyfriend, I can't think of his name. It's near the end of the movie. 
he's sitting on his bed listening to headphones and he gets like pulled into his bed and the like he's freaking out and screaming and the mom walks in and there is just this eruption the of guys blood. Of blood yeah that's and, uh that's uh, johnny depp yes 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 i, I knew it was johnny yeah. depp i can't remember the name of the actual kid in the movie but oh my fucking god like yeah. watching that for the first, I was an adult when I saw that for the first <laughs> time, and that scared the hell out of me because I was like, it did that thing where I felt my heart go into my throat, and I was like, <gasps> like I started hyperventilating almost when I saw it. Okay, now that now that brings up a good thing too. I think of all the like horror slasher like movie characters, yeah, F- Freddy might be the one that fucks me up the most. Because it's the entire concept of, like, oh, he kills you in your dream, and then you die in real life. Yeah. No, fuck that. It, but, like, as, like, that first movie got on, you have no idea what the hell he's capable of. Because he can, like, do that shit in reality, where there's a geyser of blood. Yeah. You know, like, eventually as it gets on, I think it's meant to, like, I think it's meant to be, like, he's gotten more powerful. He can now start affecting reality. Because it's like, well, they, they, like, eventually they realize it's like, okay, well, he can only kill us in our dream. So if we don't go to sleep, he can't kill us. Then they start, like, staying up for, like, days at a time. And they're, like, hallucinating. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking, it's fucking weird. I don't think I've seen any of the other movies, actually. I think I've just seen the first one. I saw, like, Freddy versus Jason a long time ago. But that was just, like, a fan fan service have you ever seen uh jason goes to new york i've seen jason x where he goes to space (laughs) (sighs) that's the other thing i love about like some horror movies i'm like eventually like movies like that where they're like you know what fuck it let's just get crazy (laughs) yeah they just they just fucking go all out with it jason goes to new york might be one of the funniest things I've ever fucking seen. I think I may have seen it. I can't remember. Because it completely takes Jason Voorhees out of anything that he's ever been in. He's always at that same fucking camp. And they're like, what if if we just put him in the fucking big city? (laughs) We just put him in the concrete jungle, you know what I mean? There's a scene of a guy trying to fight him. I think I this, do remember that. This this is an iconic scene. There's a they're like on a roof, and the dude is trying to fight Jason. He's literally like boxing him. He's punch <laughs> he's punching him in the face, and it's having like zero effect. And Jason takes what he like cocks back for half a second with one punch, just punches the dude's head clean off of his body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding, dude. <laughs> dude, like, huh. I, I remember, I'm actually watching Red Letter Media. They they do, like, reviews where they just talk about movies, and they've been talking about the Friday the 13th series. Uh-huh. And they were talking about how, they talked about specifically the fourth movie and the sixth. <laughs> okay. Because the first one doesn't have Jason in it at all, except for like a snippet at the end where he like takes the girl underwater. That one I did. I never really knew that until like maybe like 
five years ago. Same, yeah, same. Because I was like, you know, I've never watched the first one. And it's the mom that's the killer. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get that. This is like actual, more like horror movie killer kind of thing. And then the second one comes back, but he's got a fucking bag on his. Yeah. And then the third one is where he actually starts getting his hockey mask, I think. Yeah. But then from it just became so iconic that, you know, from there on out. But they, they were talking about it. And apparently, and I didn't know this, the events of like the, the movies right after each other take days, uh, take place almost weeks within each other, like right after each other. Oh. It's not like the next year he comes back because it's Friday the 13th. No, it, it like the events of like the third, fourth, and fifth movie and sixth movie all take place pretty close to each other. Well, then. I think the sixth movie is different because uh, I think that's when they like raise him from the dead and he gets struck by lightning and then comes back to life. So now I, it's like I actual paranormal that. shit happening. Yeah. But like, yeah, like I think for three movies, they take place within a few weeks of each other. And then, of course, it's like, why do people keep coming back to this fucking camp? They don't have shit else. Where else am I supposed to fuck? Exactly. At home? That's stupid. I think that's like, they were also talking about this. Uh, like, that's the, basically where the trope started. If you have sex, you're going to die. I mean, that makes sense, because those, those are the only movies that I know that that is, that that's from. Yeah. Super popular schlock, but it's good. I don't think I I don't think I've ever seen um one of the one of the Halloween movies with Michael Myers. I mean, again, it's like it's like all the ones that I talk about. The first one was so different and strange. The second one was cool too, actually. I liked it a lot. I know people people are really big on like the first two movies. And then, um, what's it called? There was there was one that came out recently that is a continuation from two. Yeah, that I thought was fucking stupid, frankly, because uh, it's the one with um, what's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, thank you. She's in it again, but yeah, for some reason they made it so that. He comes after her somehow. I don't know. I, I kind it kind of lost me with a bunch of the weird shit it did. There was supposed to be one this year, and it obviously got pushed. But they're they were doing one this year and then one next year that it because it's from the guy who did the original ones that he was like this is going to like wrap up like her story, with Michael Myers. <sighs> yeah, and I know a lot of people were excited about that. I don't know. I, know I it go goes. Ahead. I know it goes. It goes like Halloween, and then Halloween two, and then it gets Halloween three, season of the witch. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I I have never seen the third one, but I've heard a lot of people be like, third is like where they just dropped the ball. That's the only thing I know about the third one is that it's just randomly called Halloween three, season of the witch. This is like this is gonna take more of like a weird wholesome note. I love watching the Scooby-Doo movies around this time of year as well. Because they're they're all meant to be spooky. Oh, yeah. You know what? You just reminded me. What's up? Scooby-Doo, the fucking zombie island movie. It's, it's a good one, man. Terrified me as a child. Because 
the the animation in that movie as a kid i was like yo these zombies can get the fuck out of here bro this yo these zombies weird. i'm straight up not having a good time bro I, I'm, I'm, I'm just not <laughs> this shit is this shit is gross i'm terrified it's weird <laughs> then there was randomly like cat people in the movie. oh like werewolves or something like but not werewolves they were they were like cats. they were like cats yeah <laughs> And the zombies were actually like there, trying to warn them and protect them from them. Uh, the gang from God. them. It was cool. I I I just love the Scooby Doo movies, man. I'm talking about the anime. It's not the uh, live action one. Live action ones were okay. Yeah. The second one was okay, but I really liked the first one a lot. They all had to you like who... uh, go to that island and figure that shit out. You know who was the producer on that movie? Who? James Gunn. Really? Yeah. I think he, I think he wrote the first movie. I can see that. Yeah, that was a James Gunn movie, which is just weird to think about now. <laughs> but yeah, Scooby Doo. Like, I guess that's an, another entire category is like horror stuff that's like meant for kids. So it's like yeah, sp- just like spooky stuff. Um. Oh, I'm actually f- looking at all the movies he's done. He's done Slither, Brightburn. Oh, yeah, he normally does, like, horror movies. I didn't know that. I only knew him because of, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Suicide yeah. Squad and stuff. Yeah, he, he's he's pretty known for doing horror stuff outside of that. Um, There was a Disney Channel movie. Now, when I say that, right? Okay. Normally, the, the, the DCOMs as they were called the Disney Channel <laughs> Disney Channel original movies. You oh, not not because you they're rated that. D for dumbass. No, 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 the DCOMs. The DCOMs. Okay. Disney Channel original movies. Those I... things were never really like too fucking crazy, right? I thought you were trying to say good, but I mean, yeah. No, cuz some of them are good. I don't recall any that are good. Some... You never seen fucking Halloween Town, bro? This shit's dope. Ah, Skylo loves Halloween Town. I I watched it every year. I don't I don't like him, if, man. Eventually, they got I want to say Halloween Town one and two, perfect. Three, eh. Then they did like Halloween Town High. And I'm like, okay, now you can just go fuck yourself. Skylo always talks about that because she's like, they just thought they wouldn't. We wouldn't notice them switching up the main actress on us like that. Now. I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about Halloween Town though. What the one oh, okay. I'm talking about is, they did a they did a fucking movie called Don't Look Under the Bed. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Don't Look Under the Bed was a movie that Disney Channel made about the fucking boogeyman. Okay. And they they came up with this interesting concept that um. The boogeyman was specific to every child. Like, each child has their own boogeyman. Okay. And the reason that is, is because the boogeyman is a child's imaginary friend that they forgot about. Oh, that's actually really good. I like that. And so, the there was, a, I guess it would have been, like, the main character had an imaginary friend that they had forgotten about right uh-huh and so throughout the movie 
he starts to become the boogeyman and so like you're seeing like when they, when they first show him he's just he kind of just looks like a normal dude that at first it's like oh only the kid can see him and like he just talks to him yeah yeah but like toward like the big like climax of the movie is like him turning into a boogeyman and he has all these like fucked up like practical like makeup effects that are they put on him and he got these like weird sharp teeth and all this stuff oh god and i was it was it was terrifying as a child and just thinking about it i was like that that is a very interesting concept too it is yeah i'm actually really surprised by it (laughs) that movie used to fuck me up as a kid though cool uh skyle and i earlier were just watching uh goosebumps oh man i forgot how cheesy as hell they are fuck yeah they are they're fantastic say cheese and die say cheese and die we were watching the uh the mask oh when the fucking mask gets stuck on his head it essentially turns into her head yeah when they turn into like an old man that one uh oh that's right there is that one this one's a little different uh, okay. it's, it's stuck to a girl's head and it's like a ghoul with like large teeth uh-huh. and she's carrying around like the bust that the mask was on that is now slowly turning into her head <laughs> Goosebumps is fucking wild I think that was, this one was like made in the 80s or something like that I yeah cause the one I was thinking of was the one where the kid finds that fucked up like weird old man mask yeah yeah I, I remember that one too he, so he puts it on for Halloween and as the night goes on he just slowly starts turning into an old man and his friend is like bro are you good and he's like yeah I'm fine I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know man there's this uh, there's this just this general love for the creepy and the supernatural that just sort of comes around this time of year. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, more more power to the people that love it. I I, you know, I can go without being scared, you know. Never there's, never really been one for getting scared. There's I feel like there's a difference to the kind of scared that I am attracted to that I like. Mm-hmm. I like the kind where I'm like I don't know, it it's almost like a um more like an adrenaline rush kind of scared. Skyla is really into the kind that just fucks your brain, apparently. She's really into the, um, what are they called? Psychological horrors. Yeah. And of course, the more you look into those, the more it's like, oh, this is just plain old disturbing. There's nothing good <laughs> here. Other than, like, it's meant to just be really gross and disturbing. Uh, you know, they, this, this, just, this just made me think of this. I just recently watched uh, the, the new Netflix show. Which, the, which one? The Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, yeah. We've been watching that, too, actually. So I watched that. I watched, I guess that would have been last year, The Haunting of Hill House, when that came out. I didn't watch that, though. It, it, it seems like they're doing these... Uh, it's a, like The Haunting of Bly Manor is essentially season two, but it's a different show. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like... Um, what's that show called american horror story oh where it's uh they're using a lot of the same actors but they're playing different right so like i I watched i watched the haunting of hill house like that was the first one right 
Uh-huh. And I and I finished The Haunting of Bly Manor. To me, I I think I liked I like both of them, but The Haunting of Hill House I think was much scarier than The Haunting of Bly Manor. Well, why? I I think it was just like way more like overtly like hey, this house is fucking haunted. <laughs> Yeah, Bly, Bly Manor has been kind of confusing because I don't really know what's happening. Yeah, and like eventually, like you'll get to a point, and I don't know how far you are, but you'll you'll get to a point where it's like, okay, this is what's happening in this house. I get it. Uh, but like, so so what what made Hill House so scary, right? And I didn't know this until after I finished it. There were all these articles going up about, hey, did you find all the hidden ghosts? All the hidden ghosts? And I'd be like, what? And like, so if you watch The Haunting of Hill House, in almost every single shot, there is a ghost like in the background. Oh, fuck. And like there there's like it'll be like a like a two shot that's like focused on two people talking, right? Uh-huh. So it'll be, like, alternating between, you know, looking at person A and person B. And when the sh- camera goes to, like, person A, you'll, you would have, you'll, like, really have to, like, pay attention. But you might see, like, a person just, like, walk by in the background. Or, what's even worse, is that, like, they'll do it in scenes where, like, it's dark. So you can, like, barely see it. But there's just, like, a person standing behind them. Oh, shit. That's and really that's, cool, actually. And it's, like, it's everywhere and they do it so that it's like even in like establishing shots like there's like a big like grand staircase in the like front of the house Uh they'll do like a panning shot that's like going up the stairs but in like the bottom right corner there's like a woman just standing there oh jesus and like so they don't focus on any of the ghosts but like i guess what the what it's trying to tell you is like no the entire house is like full of ghosts (laughs) that's good that's really good and I, and I think that just made it scarier the fact that they don't they don't focus on them they're just there <laughs> and like none of the people are even aware of it like eventually they start to be like oh this house is fucking haunted but like it's it's more haunted than they think it is that that actually reminds me i finally watched uh the exorcist i think last year for the first for the first time ever i don't i've never seen it that's another movie that freaks me out, and it doesn't freak you out in the way you think it will. Uh-huh. That, that movie... Okay, so in most horror movies, or thrillers, or whatever, there's eventually an idea, and it's usually pretty early on, that something is amiss, right? In this movie, even though it's called The Exorcist, the whole, like, the whole, like, first and second act of the movie is, like, things are happening to this poor girl. And her mom is freaking out. And, like, people are trying to figure out what's going on. But literally, it's them going through and trying to figure out everything that is scientifically and medically could be wrong with this girl. Until the point that literally an exorcism is the last option. And even then, they almost don't do it because of how crazy exorcisms were. Like, this is this movie... I know, like, now everyone knows what an exorcism is. Yeah. But back when this movie came out, like, an exorcism hadn't been done for 
a long time and very few people even knew how to do one. So like, it was almost unheard of. And like, whenever uh, the mom finally like finds the priest or uh, whatever, mm-hmm. and she, she asks him about it. He kind of like laughs her off. Cause he's like, what? No one's, no one's even seen an exorcism be done for like generations. Yeah. What are you talking about? But of course she's like, I don't know. It literally gets her to the point. That's what the first two acts of the movie are, is getting her to the point where she's like, I have no other option. <laughs> there is nothing else. I've, I've taken her to the doctor. I don't know how many times they've done rigorous tests. No one can figure out anything that's wrong with her. And it's, it's driving me crazy. It's, it's really good. You know what other movie I have never seen? What? The Blair Witch Project. You can pass on it. I'm going to be real with you right here. Really? People, I, that's like an iconic movie. It's People love that movie. I When I watched it, I was expecting a lot because I didn't really know about it. Is that, and, like, is that like the first like found footage movie? Yeah, I think so. Um, and they, they do it in a very, very, very realistic way, which is great. But I, I guess I... I got my expectations up so high because people talk so highly of it. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, if I had to summarize it, it's three college kids fucking around in the forest and then they end up finding a creepy house at the end. <laughs> That's it. Fuck all happens in that movie, Lionel. <laughs> like, I- I'm sure if I were to have seen it without knowing anything about it, and it was like the first found footage movie I would have heard of and I watched it, it would have been terrifying yeah but like like i said just people talking it up and you know making it out to be like the scariest thing i've ever seen and then me actually watching it i was severely disappointed by it so i i have now also thought of there's a uh there's another series on netflix that i think is just called i think it's just called the haunting i don't think i've heard of it it's like this this is a different series because it's like there there's episodes, but each episode is dedicated to one person, like a real person telling a story about when they were haunted in life. Oh, okay. And they like intercut it with like, so it's like the real person telling the story to like their friends and family, like the people closest to them. Yeah. And it's intercut with like, uh, they do like uh, dramatic like recreations of like the story that the person is telling. Dramatizations. Yeah, and the, like I've I watched like the entire first season of that because I think that came out last year too, and I I remember getting like halfway through like their second season and I'd be like, yo, this is fucked up that these are like real people telling these stories. Because I remember one of them being like, uh, it was it, the the story was essentially the story of the exorcism the, or the exorcist. Uh huh. But it was the woman telling the story was a nurse at a like hospice facility. Oh shit! And so like the woman that was possessed was this like old elderly woman, and it was just like like the nurses would like go in there to like give her her food or her medicine or whatever and she would like start doing all this crazy shit and she's talking about how like there was one day where she like saw her kind of like float off the bed and she would start like yelling at them with this weird like fucked up voice and all this stuff like 
the the way her story ended was like the facility closed oh shit but before it closed the woman like died and so like they thought it was over and eventually like they didn't put anybody else like in that room for a while eventually they put somebody else in that room like a few years later and it started to happen again Oh, damn. So eventually, like, what they ended up doing was just, like, barricading the fucking door. Like, they, like, bricked up the opening to the door so that nobody could go in that room anymore. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was so fucked up. You know you know what always, like, what always ends up terrifying me somehow? Huh. Is the idea of a medical facility. It, isn't that, freak, isn't that it, it freaks up? me out. Yeah. Right? You, like, you think that's where you would want to be if you're feeling ill, but there was always something so damning about just being there. Yeah. Like, um, I think, I think specifically of, like, um, like, hospice care, right? Or, uh, or, like, an asylum. Like, yeah. it's, it's the idea of, like, these medical centers that you think, like, should kind of be helping take care of people. I know a hospice center is meant to be more, like, making you comfortable until you die. Yeah. But you would expect it to be a little bit better and not so terrifying. Right. And then asylums have just like a really bad track record. Speaking of of which, uh this would have been 11 years ago now. In 2009, I had, I, I started to hear things because I had been playing Batman Arkham Asylum so much. <laughs> the entire game takes place inside an asylum and yeah. i start and i'm not even joking cole there were points when i, w- I was playing the game for so many hours at a time that oh. when i would stop playing the game i could hear like a scratching sound like behind the wall in my room <laughs> Lyle. <laughs> <laughs> and like I, I remember i remember telling my mom and i was like I was like, what? There's like a fucking script. And like, I would hear it and I would go get her and I'd be like, just just stand here for like five minutes and y- you'll hear it. And she would never hear it. And I'd be like, god damn it. You're fucking crazy, man. And she, and Clinically. She, her, she was like, she was like, haven't you been playing this fucking game that takes place in an insane asylum? And I was like, yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. So yeah, that happened. That's That's crazy. I see. I've I've grown up around so like my mom and my sister. I'm not gonna get too into detail about it because mm-hmm. for some reason I just don't want to tempt fate. <laughs> they have always experienced some kind of like weird haunting as like growing up, but I have never had that. Oh no! I, I myself never experienced anything like that. But my sister and my mom have talked about. You've probably heard this term before: shadow people. Oh, fuck that. And, like, my mom has told me, like, she's had nightmares before. When we when we used to live in, like, our old house, uh-huh. uh, it was a really big house, which, of course, like, that's where all hauntings take place, right? Of course. And I had, I had a bedroom upstairs. Who's there gonna were... haunt a fucking two-bedroom apartment? Exactly. <laughs> I had a bedroom upstairs. There were two other rooms in there. One was my sister's playroom, and then I had kind of just, like, a some storage room there 
my bed was at the end of the hallway upstairs and then on the other end of the hallway next to the stairs was like a really kind of rundown bathroom uh-huh. there was no shower or anything it was literally just a toilet in the sink that barely worked but there was a hole there was a huge hole right next to the toilet that like was just simply unfinished okay. and we just covered it up with like a shower curtain right uh-huh. and it was only ever me up there so you know whatever i didn't care uh and also like in my room there were like cubby there were like hideaways there was like one cubby that i somehow accidentally locked and i couldn't get into anymore that was like behind a bookshelf thing and then there was another one on the other side of the bed that led into like a crawl space okay never used either of those they were always just shut yeah <sighs> my mom would have nightmares that there was a ghost trapped behind the uh, shower curtain in the bathroom up there. And she never told me about it. And like one day, this was like after we completely moved out and moved into the house that we have now. Yeah. And she was telling me about it and she asked me if I ever experienced anything. And I was like, never in my life have I ever experienced anything. (laughs) Like there was one time and this was after I heard about like, um, like sleep paralysis yeah that i that i experienced sleep paralysis but it was like i i literally saw like a girl sitting in like the corner of my bed okay and i remember being terrified for like half a second and then the terror went away and went back to bed so like it wasn't nearly as like crazy as other people have that's my only one time that i might have had something and i just chalked it up to that sleep paralysis not an actual haunting but my mom and my sister had experienced something. She, she like one of her boyfriends that she had a long time ago, who lived in the house with us for a little bit. He would told me about an experience he had where he always dreamt like uh, there was another small hallway downstairs uh, that led to my mom's room, and he had had dreams of being in that hallway, and then some apparition would like be on the other end of the hallway, and then would begin charging him. Oh fuck. but because he was like a huge dude he would just like get ready to brace and fight it but it would always he would always wake up before it ever got to him i think the closest i've ever come to be i guess haunted Uh is uh i had an out-of-body experience when i was a child oh shit i i was i went to bed and i had i had a dream that i was um i was (laughs) I don't even know how the fuck I got there because I don't. I've never. I had never seen one in real life. I'm standing on top of a cliff, <laughs> and I'm looking. I'm looking over the edge of the cliff, and I. I was like five or six when this happened. Mm-hmm. I'm looking over the cliff, and like it was so high up that all I could see was clouds. Damn. And um, so I'm just like looking at the clouds, and I'm like, oh yeah, fucking clouds. I'm really high up. I'm gonna turn around and walk away from this. I turn around and the Grim Reaper was standing behind me. That's fucked up, Lyle. And uh, <laughs> he, re- he re- I couldn't see his face. Like it was just the hood, and he had like the scythe and everything. Uh-huh. And he fucking reached out with his fucking bony ass skeleton hand, and he pushed me off the cliff. Jeez. And I was falling, and I was fa- like I was falling for a long time. And eventually I fell through the clouds. And once I got through the clouds, it was, I was, I was in my room, but I was like, 
I was like really tiny and I was like falling towards myself asleep in my bed. Like I could see myself sleeping in my bed. Weird. And I was falling and then I like I hit like I landed like on me and it was it was like I went back into my body because as soon as I hit I woke up. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> I, I was like I immediately popped up. I was like, what the fuck was that? I'm I'm honestly always jealous of hearing people have out of body experiences because I've I've kind of always wanted to have one just to see what it'd be like. That's the only time that's ever happened to me, and it was like like I said, it happened when I was five or six, and I still remember it because that was like one of the weirdest fucking things ever. I I, I had hold on. I actually did kind of have one. Uh, like a few months ago almost. It was very strange. And uh, I'm going to tell you it in detail. I actually have, I actually started a journal. <laughs> okay. And I wrote it in there. A because dream journal? No, not a dream journal, just a regular journal. I've written about stuff in here. This is the only thing I'm going to tell you, or I'm going to talk to you about. Okay. This is the only thing I'm going to tell anyone out of this journal. So, uh, the dream that I had because, because it did feel like, I think this might actually be the only out of body experience I've had, but it, it was halfway between a dream and a memory. Uh, I was back home in streeter. Um, and it was the, the place that I felt like I was near was like this bridge, uh, mm -hmm. that goes to the West, that w something we call Westgate, which is like, um, this like small mall that leads out to the West side of streeter. The the image that I remember was an iron gate, like an iron door with like a rounded top that had like um like iron bars. Uh -huh. And it was locked and it was anchored in a concrete wall. Beyond that beyond that gate or door was like a brick tunnel that stretched for a few ways, maybe like ten feet, and then it, it turned a corner to the left. And I remember the soft yellow glow coming out of the corner um to actually get into where this was this was like a concrete landing that you had to take stairs down from and it felt like again it was like near that bridge and to take stairs down there was the landing and on the opposite side there were stairs back up to the bridge but then next to those stairs were stairs that led down into like the forest or timber that we had there and it was kind of overgrown i, I remember there being like vines and everything everywhere uh, but in the dream, like I found myself staring through like the iron gate, and I I desperately wanted to open it, um, but it it was so ominous, right? Yeah. Like uh, like I knew there was something behind the gate, behind that corner, and it it, it wasn't it wasn't like dread that I necessarily felt because I I knew I wanted to go in there, but I I felt like I wasn't allowed in yet. Okay. It felt like it. It felt like um, I was. It felt like I had been there, and I felt like I was going to come back, but I couldn't go through that door just yet. And I, I remember the rest of the dream I spent, almost in like an aerial view of Streeter, trying to like accurately locate where this thing was. I remember it being somewhat near my grandmother's house, you know, and like that's what the rest of the dream was spent doing. And then I ended up waking up. Like, not really confident of where uh, this actual gate was. And so, I every now and again, I think about it. 
see, like, this shit, this shit is weird, bro. Like, <laughs> fuck all this spooky shit. Fuck all this spooky shit. Fuck all this spooky shit. Like, I just, I will, I will never get how some people are just, like, into this shit. Well, like, the dude from fucking, uh, and I, and I know it's, like, kind of a joke now, but still, like, it's the fact that this is what he's famous for. The dude from fucking Ghost Adventures. Zach Baggins? I think so, yeah. Like, they're, like, those dudes, to me, like, that shit is crazy. Like, even if it's not real, why would, why would you tempt it, I guess? Well, like, so it... Because it tackles a very real question that no one is ever going to have answered until you die. And that's, what is life like after death, if there is any? Because the, 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 the thing that kills me about, like, what they do... Uh, oh. I, don't know, I don't know if you knew this. They got a new show where they're, they don't longer... They don't go on the fucking ghost adventures anymore. But they started a museum... Yes, I do know that. Or so you can just like go to this museum and like it's like all these weird things that they've collected over the years from like doing this shit, right? If I remember correctly, wasn't like um uh fuck, what's his name? Shit. He's a he's a famous rapper, help me out here. That could be anybody. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I'm uh, <sighs> He he sang that sunflower song you like so much. Post From Malone. Spider- yes, Post Malone. Thank you, Skyler. I can't hear you. I have my earbuds in. Well, anyway, there was a story that like he went uh, to like Zach's museum. I I think it's Zach's museum anyway. Uh-huh. And there was this book that was meant to be like severely haunted, and if anyone touched it, they would likely die. Oh my fucking god! And of course, he touched the book, and that's when he had like the car accident, and then like. A couple other things happened to him. Jesus Christ. And, like, hearing him talk about it, he's like, yeah, I should never have fucking done that. That was terrifying. So, I I watched, like, a couple episodes of this fucking show. Uh. And, uh, because I guess what the show was is, like, they already had the museum. They were having people bring in haunted items to be like, hey, you guys yes. want this for the museum? Want this fucking so haunted ass uh, spoon? These people, I like, and they're everywhere. Of course. I'm like, why do you fucking have this? One of the first ones, this dude brings in a fucking cauldron. And it's like, okay, <laughs> this is a cauldron. And th- that's what they said, too. They were like, this is a cauldron. Like, what's so fucking special about it? And he was like, oh, this is the cauldron that um, Ed Gein used to cook people in. And they, yeah, they were like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> they're like, they're like, yeah, so Ed Gein is the guy that Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based on. Yeah. This guy who was on the show is from that town where those murders took place. Jesus Christ. How do you and just have that? Up, so I guess... Like, everybody knows, like, that the fucking, the Ed Gein house. Like, everybody knows that fucking house in that town, right? Yeah. Eventually, you know, after everything happened there, that house was, like, torn down or whatever. All these people got together and just, like, you know, I I, I guess just, like, sold off all the shit that was there. And one of the things that was there ended up being this fucking cauldron. 
it's just, it's just it's literally just a big ass like cast iron black pot and some somebody had it somebody bought it like fucking however long ago and just had it like sitting in their garage like for years yeah because what else are you gonna do with it yeah and then so eventually like that guy died so his son was like getting rid of all this shit in his dad's garage and he found this and he was like oh this is the ed gein cauldron Uh, (laughs) he was like this is pretty cool i'm gonna see if anybody wants this and they were like, dude, he, he, like, he used to fucking cook people in this goddamn cauldron, bro. Like, that's, <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> like, why do you have this? This is haunted as fuck. So, like, there, there was that. There was um, the best one. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not even fucking kidding. There's a warning before one of the episodes that says like. It literally says, like, watch this episode at your own discretion, because the thing that this person brings on is, like, it's it's the doll that Annabelle is based on. Oh, shit. So it's actually Annabelle. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't look anything like that. It that, must that's... be, like, a Raggedy Ann doll, right? Yeah. Like, the real doll, anyway? Yeah. And so he brings the doll on. Oh, God. The doll has a bag over its head. Oh my god! I'm I'm not even joking, dude. The doll has a fucking bag over its head. Because apparently if you look at the doll, like that's how that's how it gets you. Like it it, it like looks into your soul or whatever. Jesus. So he walks around with this fucking doll with a bag over it. And then like so it like cuts to commercial and then it comes back and it's like okay last warning we're gonna take the bag off do not because because what they were saying is like we don't know if it works through cameras oh my god (laughs) so we don't know if it works through cameras so all of you people might end up getting haunted we don't know (laughs) we have no idea so, like, it does this dramatic thing, and then it, they, like, fucking slow-mo it, and the guy pulls the bag off the head. And it, it, and it just looks like a normal doll, but the dude, Zach, is like, he's like, I just gotta fucking chill. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. And it's so, the, the entire show is just a bunch of stuff like that. People bringing in all these, like, weird, fucked-up items that they have, being like, yeah, this is the story behind this thing. All these fucking people died because they used to hold on to it forever. <laughs> Do you want it in your museum? Would you I like this haunted thing in your museum? I can't, I can't remember which one it was. It might have been the doll. It might have been something else. But there was one. They were like, yeah, I don't think we should have this here. <laughs> God. <sighs> yeah, spooky shit. Spooky. Spooky shit is great spooky shit can fuck off for all i care <laughs> i i think that's the motto for this episode <laughs> spooky shit can fuck off spooky shit can fuck off all right i think we're just about out of time yes yes i think we are and that concludes the hive mind that concludes these Hall- these tales from the hive mind the hive mind halloween spooktacular spooktacular special god Hope everybody enjoyed the episode. We will be back next week with a regular episode. Hopefully. As normal as it hopefully as normal as it can be for us.
And with that, we say bye.